0: The Reaper, the Maelstrom, and the Thief is a Dungeons & Dragons show by Rollcast, as intended for mature audiences. It contains mature themes, strong language, violence, and drug references. Full content warnings can be found in the episode description.
1: Hello, and welcome to Rollcast. As usual, I'm your DM, Tom, and I am, of course, joined by JB, Coogan, and Gaz, who play Deeks the Nurm, Gregor the Dragonborn, and Esador, the human, respectively. Yes. Well, you should really find yourself, to be honest. Yeah, it's almost well, like it's a long-running mystery for you guys to uh, figure out at some point. It's like so we're it,
2: not really looking at Esador at all. No, it's just nobody us. <laughs> yeah. right,
0: yeah, it's at, like, this rate, at this rate, it might be like you go through an entire parade that involves him directly and you're not in the slightest bit interested or even ask questions.
1: It's like there might be a statue or something like that that's been defaced, and you're just like, oh, that's cool. It's cool. Yeah. In Dink's
3: defence, he wasn't there. I'm just
0: trying to say, have you noticed this (laughs) massive carnival in my name?
1: (laughs) It's like the DM and, you know, Esador himself have been laying down clues to what his identity could be, and no one seems to be... Biting. From biting. You. Yeah. We'll find out about that. On okay. a similar topic, but very, very different. Uh, I'm gonna ask you guys a question, as per usual. Um
4: uh, here we go,
1: here we go. And for that, you're going first.
3: Hey, <laughs> off the cuff.
1: Yeah, off the cuff. Well, no, it's not about a sexual encounter this time, but it is about Something related to that. And, Ezra, actually, I think you're probably going to find this easier to answer than anyone else. Go on, then. Hit me. Who was your first love? <laughs> well, my wife. <laughs> well, that's nice. Could you, could you, you know, give a little detail?
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Will you give a little detail? I could. <laughs> <laughs> shall you give a little detail?
0: I shall. Good. You have to. You have to be patient. These, you're it, an it, old
1: soul. It takes a while. Hey,
0: well, you're 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 digging up old wounds there. Old wounds. I mean, it is good, as they say, as the saints go, to love and loss and never love at all. But sometimes that loss can be, mightly painful. So painful, in fact, that you don't remember a
1: name (laughs) or anything about (laughs) it. The most important person in your life? Someone who has given you a driving goal and stuff like that? Is the name coming back at all? Just plucked from the ether? No! with With a DM who doesn't know, so he can't possibly correct you? Oh, that's my name. Isadora.
0: Well, Cheryl.
1: (laughs) Cheryl sounds like a lovely woman. We're going to revisit what Cheryl was like in a future session.
3: Did he say Cheryl? I thought he said squirrel.
1: (laughs) We're going to find that out in a future session.
0: She was glorious, unforgettable. <laughs>
1: <laughs> really stuck in your mind.
0: <laughs> I'm sure I had this written down. So have <laughs> we not even got into it?
1: No, we have not gone into your wife. We know that you've had a wife, but we've not yes. delved into her at all.
3: Are you sure she wasn't just trying to find some nuts?
0: But <laughs> <Well>, it's understood. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Moving on quite quickly. Thank you for that, Ezadine. It was enlightening. Uh, We now know you have a wife. I'm going to ask you many more questions about Cheryl or squirrel at some point or another.
0: Well, if you're going to... I mean, it's okay asking these questions, being a DM as you are, but I think you should give a little warning before you start asking personal questions that might actually cause grief and harm.
1: (laughs) I mean, you might might have a point here, but... As DM, I am literally the god of the world, so, you know, Shiro might never have existed. Just like that. God, I'm starting to sound more and more like Sirek every day. <laughs> Method acting, is a hell of a drug.
0: Yes, and something I can't do at all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, as so I'll tell you what, next time I will give you a 10-minute warning.
0: Oh, yeah, I know. Well, it's... No. I just decided not to tell you, that is all. (laughs) That's fair enough. Let's move on. People don't seem to take an interest in my life at the best of times, so why should I share such valuable personal information when you can't even give regard to the fact that we've just gone through a parade in my name?
1: Do I have a violin sound effect? That is the question. No, but in response to you, Ezra, I do have... Thank you. Thank you. I don't know how to stop it. Give them a wave. Give them a wave. Are
2: you sure that's not screaming? (laughs) I think it was meant.
1: It was meant to be. (laughs) I think it was meant to be sitcom hooting and hollering. So you know, look forward to that in our sessions. Now that I've got that saved, moving (laughs) on quickly. You got any? (laughs) I think I (laughs) probably. You know what? I think I probably do. I think I (laughs) probably... Nice. You can't
0: can't not have that
1: one. I know you're all shocked at me having this. (laughs) But let's move on to the next person. I am
2: your father.
4: (laughs) That was very brave of me to admit. Very brave.
1: Uh, there we go. But yes, moving o- moving right along and getting the show back on the road. I know, I know, I'm sad too. <laughs> I'm like having hey, right. too much fun with
0: this. It feels more well crowded. Yeah.
3: You know I mean. <laughs> what, it's like, like we have to just... actually have an audience.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, Deeks.
3: Yeah. It's going to be the same question.
1: You know, you. from now on, Thank when you. I introduce you guys the first time round, I might just, you know, a <laughs> little, little in, to be
3: It's to be expected every time now.
1: <laughs> oh, great. I've fucked myself over. I could get used to this. I <laughs> could get used to this. <laughs> okay, Deeks. Same, same question, question for you. Yeah, same question for you, my friend.
3: Uh, well, it's, it's going to be linked to the, uh, to the previous uh, question, because um, if you remember, the uh, most embarrassing sexual encounter last time was... Uh, was there no sex at all
1: that's true, but you could you could you could have loved someone without um banging them S- unrequited someone... love maybe platonic love it, uh,
3: the the love isn't for someone but is for something
1: it's books isn't it
3: uh, it would be now
1: it's, it's it's books and knowledge isn't it it's
3: yeah, you got that right. It's books of knowledge
1: <laughs>
3: and the forest. <laughs> the forest. And, uh, well, he's boring. Come on, he's old.
1: I mean, he's old, but that means that he could be just, you know, experienced and stuff.
3: He's very experienced, but just, just not in sex. Come on, let's have it. Let's have it. <laughs> Get it all out of your system, everyone. <laughs>
1: okay okay calm down calm down (laughs) are we
3: all all done i think
1: we're about done
3: (laughs) books knowledge and the forest
0: move on God, an awful man was a dodge. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if there's one thing I have learned about you, three, it's if I ask you a question, you'll find a way to dodge it. And if I just give you an open open mic, such as, you know, give me a fact about yourself, you'll tell me that you're blue. Blue. I am blue.
3: Do not give Esadur an open mic, night. <laughs> that's that's a recipe for disaster.
1: Why? <laughs> Moving, yeah, done. Moving along, super blue. quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Gregor, oh, yeah? how about how about you? Yeah,
0: blue
1: people.
2: <laughs> what? You started on me as a door.
1: <laughs> Please, Gregor. What is your first love? Who was your first love? What? Who? When? Anything like that? You know.
2: I don't hear my applause.
1: I didn't introduce you.
2: It's great. No, you didn't, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey.
1: (laughs) I am swiftly regretting this purchase. (laughs) (laughs) Regretting this purchase really a lot at the moment, but please, Gregor, tell me your first love.
2: My first love, you say. Yes. Unfortunately,. Gregor never had a first love. Not he, even was like... raised, he was raised in the church of Talos. He was taught by... <laughs> Why are they laughing? <laughs> yeah, it's the idea of religion, you know? Yeah, good point, good point. It wasn't the best um, religion to be in at the time. Did
1: you, did you not have a love for Talos? Wasn't that your first
2: love? No, that just... They just beat us in, that into us, really. Just, uh, I mean, that's how Talos, that's how uh, Talus, um, brings his new uh, companions in. Really, they literally beat them into submission. I know, I know. It was a rough time back then, but they kind of beat you the love out of you. you know, Get like, to the prime. Really? <laughs> What did you say, Deeks? I wasn't listening then. Couldn't
1: hear you over all the hollering. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, sorry. So you were you were in the Church of Talos. They beat the shit out of you. Mm. You didn't love Talos because of that. Any exactly, you know, platonic love, the love of friends type of thing. Mm. If you if you've not managed to have actual romantic love, have you had a platonic love, a kinship, anything like that?
2: I was um. I think the closest uh, love I think I've ever got to was uh, to Gale. He was like a father to me growing up in the Church of Talos. He taught me to be strong, to stand up for myself, and obviously because I was the only Dragonborn there as well, I kind of had to be tough, unfortunately. And then I went straight off to war. You don't find much love out there, I can tell you that. Just You've obviously never battle. played
1: Metal Gear Solid, but nonetheless, we'll move on.
2: Metal Gear Solid, what are you talking about? Too busy.
3: <laughs> Too busy blowing a gill. <laughs> <laughs> <Thank
0: you. laughs> I'm pretty
2: I... sure they're booing you at this point.
3: <laughs> it feels like he's on his show.
1: But no. <laughs> no. <laughs> On that note, on that wonderful, lovely note with a definitely real studio audience here with us for this beginning section. Don't like I... it. <laughs> 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 with our wonderful studio audience who are going to shut the fuck up during the actual thing itself. I know. I think we should roll credits. Okay, guys, so the last time that we had seen all of you, Aja Clarara had confronted Gregor because he was not a happy man. Gregor, once again, you know, causing a bit of a scene. However, this time around, it led to the guards actually discovering where the dark area was. Whilst they couldn't penetrate the magical barrier around the statue that would grant them access, they now know where it is. So obviously quite pissed off Azure confronted Gregor um, however because of the group doing a task for Sailor Twift he real sorry somebody caught in my throat uh, he realised that um, he would not be able to actually kill Gregor so instead he made Gregor agree to not only pay back all of the money that Azure would have to pay all of the guards to bribe them off but they were going to step outside have a little bit of a sparring match as it were Gregor, very confidently, coming outside, even placing a bet on himself to win with Esador and Deeks, um, then went into the centre with his flashy new armour. He landed one or two hits in. Not going to call them decent hits, but they were they were hits nonetheless, until Azure took it a little bit more seriously. And within the space of less than 20 seconds, Gregor was pretty much knocked out on the floor. Azure reminded him... I made him him-
2: serious. I'm happy with that.
1: Yeah, definitely. He definitely made him actually be properly serious, not just, you know, like, eh, should probably do something about this type of series. But nonetheless, nonetheless, let's move on. Having been defeated by Arja, Arja then left, but not before telling Gregor, or reminding Gregor, should I say, that he owed him quite a substantial amount of money going forward. Ezidor, however... Your luck was a little bit better than that, I believe, was it not? You uh, made a nice little tidy sum from that bet. Aye, I did. Yeah. Yes. Yes, so, Not all doom and gloom for the gang. Um, uh, and I bought, I bought myself some nice new shiny armour. Mm, indeed. Indeed you did. Moving on from that, though, you all decided then to press on with your actual main mission, which was, of course, to find drill and interrogate him about the location of uh Vesh crystal huter and the actual cult hideout you also had along uh into kind of almost as a captive genesis orin the uh, cowardly guard who had been working for calerian bone crusher dragging him around all around the dark area you did manage to find drill in the um in Rill's shop, that I definitely remember the name of, and I'm not stalling for time, and I'm not just going to move on from there, but you, fa- you found Rill in Catalusis, um, his shop. And whilst Gregor and Esidor, ki- uh, whilst Deeks and Esidor, sorry, kind of stumbled onto a good little plan, without really relaying it to each other, wherein Esidor would pretty much demand answers off of Rill, and Deeks, quietly, just next to him, would read the surface thoughts of Rill, gaining various bits of information. A tactic that was quite genius, to be quite honest, and was working quite well. Right up to the point where an emboldened Gregor decided he would swing his nice, shiny new warhammer at Rill. I'm still not quite sure what the intention was there, because if the warhammer had hit, it quite possibly would have killed (laughs) Rill.
2: Don't know my own strength sometimes.
1: Nonetheless... Rill, noticing this attack coming, used a strange device on his wrist to blink away. Left alone and unattended in the shop, Esador and Gregor decided that they were going to... uh... Well, there's no one around. It's free items, isn't it? Deeks, however, had (laughs) the... Deeks had the wise idea to leave the shop. However, it wasn't because he didn't wish to steal or anything like that. It was due to the fact that once again, the group had ignored Deeks. They had ignored his ideas and he felt a bit put out by everything. He felt like people weren't appreciating him. So he stormed out quite understandably. However, after getting clear of the uh, future blast radius, Deeks turned around and watched as the shack pretty much blew up into a million pieces. Unbeknownst to Deeks, Gregor and Ezidor had both tripped off the shop's security systems. Systems that were engraved into each piece of uh, each item that they had picked up. Runes that, unless disarmed by Rill, would cause an effect of some sort. Esador, mm. you managed to escape just about. You, the item, the trinket that you placed in your pocket, blowing up in your um, trouser pocket, blowing a hole into it, and sending you flying through the door. Injured, but not dead. Gregor you, having not realised what was going on, continued holding the shaft of a spear, investigating it intently, it until it blew up. It was a very up. nice spear. It was, was being the key word here. Yes. And then other items all began to blow up, until you Gregor, despite being a hefty dragonborn, was launched high, high into the air, and sent careening towards where Isidore and Deeks were. Deeks, you realise that Gregor was almost dead. He was clinging on for dear life, especially when he started rolling failed death saving for us. Yep. Ezedor, to your credit, you tried your best to help Gregor, but unfortunately you ended up also unconscious and dying after touching Gregor and getting an aftershock of electricity. Deeks, I'm not quite sure if you actually stabilised them or not. I believe you may have done. Ah, uh, yeah, it was Deakes and I think Esadot
3: gave it a go as well.
1: Esadot gave it a go and then found himself also dying because someone may have rolled a natural one. Nonetheless,
3: yes, that's it.
0: Yeah, then he helped "Gregor," <laughs> and I had to make my rolls on my own.
1: <laughs> there we go. Oh, that was God. it. That was it. Look, Nonetheless, <laughs> <laughs> narrowly avoiding yet another death in the group. Um, Deeks let Isidore and Gregor pretty much sleep things off Ezidor, with you only needing half the amount of time to rest essentially as other people for some strange unbeknownst definitely not plot related reason uh, you decided to try and get help from someone to drag Gregor's unconscious form into a nearby alleyway not seeing where Deeks was Deeks you had kind of tucked yourself underneath your heart to again get a bit of rest Um, You managed to find one of the shop vendors who dragged him to that with you um, and also informed you that further down the alleyway was another street. Um, Although there's not too much there, it'd be a bit difficult to get around there and all that there was there was a street leading down to some taverns and an abandoned warehouse. When everyone finally came to properly, you all wondered where Genesis was and your answer was resolved quite quickly as First, his arm dropped from the ceiling with a splat. Then his leg, another splat. And finally, his torso with a giant almighty splat. Straight onto the floor. You had your answer as to where Genesis was. Unable to help you any further. After Mm -hmm. more group discussions, um, something triggered in your head, Esador, about an abandoned warehouse. Just on the other side of the um, alleyway where Gregor had been stashed. The three of you made your way there, and after scouting out the building, it looked like it was abandoned. So you opened the door with a, and entered into what would have been at one point a lavish reception hall. Now less lavish, with broken desks, mouldy chairs, and water from a fountain that was turning a different colour. Nonetheless, you decided to investigate a bit further, seeing as there were lit candles indicating some kind of life within the room, or within the building. You also then came across a statue of Mistra, the uh, ill-fated goddess of magic. After Deeks and Isidore regaled everyone of Mystra's, uh, Mystra's history, essentially that she was Merkel's partner during his ascension to godhood and afterwards, but was essentially wiped off the face of Yaflac. And most history books, after the previous god of death near rule, had discovered a forbidden spell that would do such a thing. Her essence was still tied to a place named Lake Pointitia. That, mixed with Merkel's anger and his regret and his sorrow, amplified necrotic magic around the area. Before you could get much more information, um, before you could figure out much more though, Ezador, you heard some noises on the other side of the door. Pressing your ear to the door, you tried to listen. Yet the door swung open with it, <makes noise> having not been latched or anything. You sprawled onto the floor and looked up, seeing both Rill and a random cult member stood right in front of you. And that's where we got it to, guys. Lovely. Ezidor. so you've just tried to eavesdrop on the conversation going on behind the door. Unfortunately for you, you put a little bit too much pressure on the door, and you've kind of fallen through, sprawling onto the floor. You've looked up and you've seen the form of Rill and another cult member in what appears to be a bit of a larger room than the previous one. It looks to kind of be um, an office of sort, um, a logistics office, essentially, with multiple desks kind of like lining the entire place. There are a couple of broken desks, a couple of um, candles, again, lighting the way. Some of the chairs have been broken, and there's a lot of old books just piled up. And as you're kind of looking around the room from where you are, you can't see too much. Uh, you might have to investigate a little bit further. Um, however, your immediate concern right now is the two figures stood in front of you. However, due to the way that you've fallen and where Deeks and um, Gregor are stood, once they know that you've fallen through they are unable to quite spot who is on the other side.
0: This is not my bedroom.
1: Are you trying to fool them with that by any chance? (laughs) (laughs) Because if you are, then please roll me deception with disadvantage.
0: Okay, Uh, and that would be 12, 12,
1: jesus, 16. A 16? Christ, that is not bad. I've got Uh, a good bonus on my deception. So you're definitely going to beat him. I hate this. I hate the fact that mm, Okay. So as you say that you're kind of I'm guessing you're kind of picking yourself back up.
0: Yeah, keeping my head sorta of covered as well, so Real doesn't mechanize me kind of thing. This is not my bedroom.
1: real just kind of peers down at you, his weird emotional slick fish face, just kind of like not really giving anything away. His like black skiller eyes just kind of squint at you slightly very odd very odd indeed that's okay the surprise attack (laughs) are you surprise attacking him yeah (laughs) you you get this one roll attack as he's just saying i suppose you are quite an old specimen of your species yeah because my head's
0: still down a bit like cleaning myself off
1: is to be expected i suppose would you mind, and I'm assuming this is where you're going to attack him? Yes. What did uh, you get what, them? What, what, what am I rolling on my attack? Uh, Just, uh, it depends how are you attacking him. Well, I just want to get him,
0: like, I basically just want to go, oh, it's not my bedroom, then as he's talking... Just go right for him to his face with my fist.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, roll attack with your strength modifier then, I I suppose. That's a 12. As you, as real saying, I don't suppose you could. Do you actually shout surprise attack as well, or do you just <laughs> swing for him?
2: Surprise attack!
1: yeah <laughs> as, you, as you yell surprise attack. He just lifts up a hand and just catches it. Generally a surprise attack only works if it's a surprise. Just lets go of your hand. West shot. <laughs> I'm going to take a guess here and say that you're not an old a general old man are you? Do you not recognize me? You got a short memory? Just kind of peers at you. Oh yes. You're that strange old man with an old aura about him who was asking many questions with the small gnome and the oddly aggressive dragon.
0: Yes, and I may say I'm very impressed you have a memory span of more than a day.
1: I mean it's Do been want- three it's been like eight hours. <laughs> I'm not going to forget someone who tried to attack me in my own shop.
0: Well, speaking of which, it's attack!
1: <laughs> I'm going to let you roll atta- Attack again, but this time with disadvantage. This is the last one you get out of combat. <laughs> and purely just for the comedic value of this. With a disadvantage. With a disadvantage, I'm afraid, because once again, you're telling him it's a surprise attack. <laughs> it's so crazy.
0: Well, it's a five.
1: <laughs> As you say surprise attack again, he doesn't even hold his hand out this time. He just bats it away, just <laughs> Would you mind not doing that? It is awfully annoying. For that matter, God, would you me. also God, like to-, God, to... It. <laughs> Would you please mind vacating this premises? This is a private property and you are trespassing.
0: Are we not going to fight?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is what that was. Sorry, I am not good at reading social cues with you humans. Right.
0: Can I turn into
1: Jax? <laughs> you can, and then I'm going to say everyone roll initiative, please. Brilliant. We're getting into a fight. <sighs>
0: All right. So I'm gonna... I, I, apo- I apologize. Maybe my friend might have something. To say to this then... <laughs> 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 you just
1: Jax. see Jacks <laughs> just see sees we're all just looking up at him slightly fascinating Jax. I'm going to have to dissect you uh... I'll show you fascinating you little white <laughs> amazing okay so Gregor did you get a six you said uh who oh, was you asking there, sorry? Gregor there, I think he said he rolled a 6, but then he decided to get up off the table. What was
2: that?
1: Yeah, six. 6, yes. Uh Isidore, how about you? Well, I'm just
0: waiting for my dice to roll, apparently. Uh 7.
1: 6, 7... Deeks, how about you? I need to seven. seven. 17. 17, Christ. Alright, let's roll for these two boys.
0: Yeah, go back to my real dice, because that's just stiffing me on that. Don't forget,
2: Deeks, you can use magic.
3: Oh, I know. I'm very excited. I may have a cunning plan.
1: Uh, okay, so... What is uh, it? Our, Cooking? Our, our order of combat is Deeks, Rill, Cult member, Esadol, and then Gregor last. Oh,
3: God. Gregor the last.
1: Yeah, exactly. Gregor is the exactly. last this time. Okay, Have so,
3: we got an option to move our tokens on this one? Or
1: uh, You will do in a second.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, did we hear all that conversation that was happening with uh, Rill and Ezidor? Uh, oh, yeah, you definitely heard it. <laughs> You're um, just listening, just not butting in. <laughs> Let's see how well he oh, takes
3: I it. I thought the door was closed behind him, yeah. No,
0: he's, honest, he's
1: fallen through it.
0: To be honest, I thought after Surprise Attack we'd be going straight to combat. I <laughs> we went like that and he held my fist and down and was like, oh, we're still talking.
2: Uh, yeah, he can still, talk <laughs> <laughs> he can still oh, talk
0: He can still talk. eventually yeah. dead. And then he threw my hand down and I was like, right, we're still talking. <laughs> I was going to do it again. Surprise <laughs> Attack! <laughs> you, can
1: st- you can still talk to someone after they've tried to throw a fist at you. Yeah, you might have just thought you were a weird, doddery old man.
0: Well no, I mean that's the way it played out, but I just kept yeah. it's to go straight into the fight, but <laughs> I just kept putting my feet, first, fist down on it, just kept talking. Well, I'll, <laughs> try
2: <again. laughs> I'll try again.
0: I'll <laughs> try it again.
2: Surprise attack. And the okay, way so I thought,
0: he knows who I am, does not he? So there's no point in trying to get out of it, so, <laughs>
1: so uh Deeks. Yes What are you up to on your first go? <clears throat> your right, first round. Let's have a look. Alright,
3: so first of all, uh, I am going to cast Blade Ward, Okay. uh, which is basically, uh, to the end of my next game, it's just giving me resistance against bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage dealt by weapon attacks. Okay. It's just an action, I don't need to reel anything for that, it's a cantrip. Uh, And then, I would like to move, if if you're allow me to do that.
1: Yes, of course, yeah, you can take an action and move.
3: So I've got walking speed 25 feet, so I'm going to move here. Uh, I'm going to turn to Rill. Sorry, could you See? just describe
1: where you're going, sorry, rather than just here? As oh, in, sorry, you know, like yeah, you're going okay. through the door and stuff, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. All right,
3: so I'm going to push past Esidor, through the door, yeah. um, and arch round to the right, position myself, just in front of the wall, uh, facing diagonally towards Rill. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to turn towards Rill, look at him. And I'm going to say, we have some unfinished business.
1: It's kind of obvious. the gang is all here.
3: Uh, bonus action, I don't think I've got anything to do, so...
1: I'm afraid then that will be your goal. That is
3: my turn, yeah, I'll leave
1: it there. Okay, uh, in which case, it is Rills go. So, we're all seeing the two of you. Just kind of looks between the two. You see him kind of look at his wrist with this device. Uh, the device that DQ know was the one that he used previously to get away. It starts going purple and he just presses it. here hears it, And he disappears momentarily. Before then reappearing, Next to you, Deeks, as he reappears next to you, you see that he has a blade kind of, like, attached to his arm, like, attached directly to the arm, the curve of the blade matching the outside curve, and he swings his arm around for an attack. Does a 13 hit you? Yes. Yes. So as he kind of like poofs next to you, he swings his arm and he deals eight points of damage. As this blade just kind of swings up and cuts into your back with a sickening, he looks at hey. you. Sorry, real, go on.
3: Not real going. I was
1: just going to say, he looks at you. He looks at the other blade on his arm and he just kind of, no, not right now. That was
3: eight points of damage. Yes. uh, And that's slashing damage, so I would take half that amount with my resistance. Yes, that is slashing damage. Yeah, so that's four then, yeah.
1: Yep, that is correct. Okay.
3: Uh, Is that in the side, did you say? It was in the side? It was in the back. Like, slashed across your back. That's All right, so I'm going to just get down. If if I can get down any further. just look up at him. A little bit of pain.
1: He looks back at the second blade. No, too much time has passed now, I can't attack again.
3: We, s- we still haven't finished business.
1: Mm. I suspect it will uh. be finished shortly. Has it all? It's nice as, a go, as a go, unfortunately. Next we have the cult member. The cult member seeing real kind of disappear and reappear realises, yep, you guys are uh, going into combat. So he sees that real already has Deeks. Underhand, essentially. He turns to look at you, Isidore. Jax. uh, Jax, sorry, yeah. He turns to look at you, Jax. Um, This man with a dark red, almost blackly red robe on the hood covering his face. All you can see is a jagged, pointed white chin um, kind of like leading out of the hood. Dashes towards you. And he's now stood kind of like between you and the doorway. Like, next to you in the doorway. He pulls out a weapon from his back. And he slashes at you with his scimitar. Scimitar? Scimitar? I think it's scimitar. Does a 12 hit you?
2: No! He
1: raises his scimitar up to slash. Slashes across. But your kind of like gelatinous form just kind of... ...around the scimitar like passes through the other side. He kind of looks back at you as he whips his head back. His cloak falls back and you just see sheer shock and confusion in this guy's eyes. That's an impressive little stick. His eyes just widen a little bit more again. And we are now up to you, Ezzador. Oh,
0: right. Uh, Right, okay. I will... These five foot tiles,
1: yeah? Uh, Yes, yes, yeah.
0: Okay, I'm going to do Howl. Thunderwave.
1: <laughs> You're going to do what, sir? Howl. Howl. Okay, yeah. yeah. How does so that work? In mean,
0: the phantom thing, it would be more of a
1: raw, I suppose.
0: <laughs> but it's 20 foot range, con save 13 8 plus proficiency plus car- charisma Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, take one force damage, strength, and becomes deaf.
1: Okay. Uh... So I'm just trying to find the actual spell on five E here because I just need to make sure that Deeks uh, would not need to make this throw because if it's an area, that, yeah, yeah, if it's an area of effect thing, which I think it is, it, is, it yeah. would. Yeah, and how how big did you say it was? What was the range again, sorry? 20 foot. 20 foot, so if we... Oh, that might
2: reach me as well.
1: <laughs> so that would be... 5, 10, 15, 20. 5, 10, 15, 20. Yeah,
2: everyone here is <laughs> going
1: to be... Uh, from the looks of it, let me just draw this out for us, but I'm almost certain that, yeah... 5 10 15 20 5 10 15 20 and then obviously it would also go the <laughs> other other way but that doesn't really that doesn't really matter to us at this moment in time so yeah if you everyone roll a saving throw please uh, what was it constitution saving throw, you say um
0: uh, Thirteen. In brackets, this is eight plus proficiency plus charisma.
1: Yes, that'll mean. that'll be what your DC set up. So yeah, if everyone can roll me a com save, please. Com apart save. from Esidore. Yes, apart from Esadod. This makes
0: sense to him because he's annoyed he's been shackled yeah. for so long, so he's just like.
2: Not good. Eleven. Eight. Uh, <laughs> not bad. <laughs> it's,
0: it's not bad forward. one
2: anyway. It just means you <laughs> Uh, oh, death. I thought you meant death. No, like, you. As in dead. I was like, fucking oh, no.
0: hell.
1: So, it's the one only... force
2: damage. What happens
1: if someone is successful on the throw? Does anything happen to them then, or is it just. Sorry, it tells me. Alright, nothing happens to them then. So, yeah, as you kind of like lean back and just. You see. Deeks, Gregor. And the general cult member just kind of clutch their ears and just arrive around in a bit of pain. What has happened to them, Isidore? Uh, you
0: are... Your eardrums burst and you are now deaf. That's <laughs> great. And you get one force damage. Stop it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <big. laughs> I'm deaf now and I've got one eye. It's like, he's not going well for Gregor. What? Yeah. What's
3: the damage? Is it is it like necrotic damage or anything? Or no, just uh, take one force damage. It says and becomes deaf. What's yeah.
2: force damage?
1: How much? Is... I would I would say force damage is similar to thunder. Huh. Right.
3: Okay.
1: That's alright. Yeah, I was gonna say minus one. You say. Okay. Um. Would you like to move anywhere or anything like that? Bear in mind you are now locked in combat with this cult member, so if you do move, he will have Attack of Opportunity.
0: Uh no, I'm not going to move. But I am going to put my eye right in his face, because I've got one big massive eye, like in front mm. of my toe thing. I go, now you'll see my rage after being locked in the cage for so long.
1: Sorry, what was that, mate? Can't hear Is he deaf? Yeah, he's deaf.
0: I the thought the other one. No, no, oh. the
1: only one that saved was real. You're next to the cult member. It's just like, cat, I'm sure you're scary, but can't hear you. That was good. <laughs> also, I'm not sure how long deafness persists for, so you guys are going to have an interesting thing if you survive this. <laughs> what? What? <Yeah. laughs> Gregor, you don't know what the fuck's happened. You've just heard a large roar, now you can't hear anything. But we are up to you.
2: Hello? What's going on? Uh, Did I see uh, Jax actually raw? Uh, Yes.
1: um, And to be honest, even if you didn't, you'd be able to tell. Ow! Jax!
2: And I see the other cult member next to him, so what I'm going to do is... I just move to the the side, so I've got a clear view of this uh, cultist in front of me. Mm -hmm. I'm going to bring out my... um, Life Drinker. Okay. All right. Yeah. And I'm just literally going to charge him, holding this um, hammer up against it, uh, upright. And I'm just going to charge him and just catch him by his neck and literally pin him to the floor.
1: Okay. Okay. So you're not actually making an attack with Life Drinker. You're just kind of... Holding him to the floor with the hammer. Okay. Roll me a strength check then, please. Just a straight up strength check.
2: Uh, 11.
1: You, he struggles with you a little bit as you're holding the hammer, like, to his throat. But then he kind of just slips slightly, and you both go tumbling onto the floor. He is now underneath you. Um, could you roll me a... Are you, You're trying to keep him pinned down, aren't you? Basically, yeah. Okay, let me just. It's been a while since we've had to. Grapple, then, isn't it? Yeah, I was going to say, yep. I'm just looking that up. It's been a while since we've uh, had to do grapple checks. Mm. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah, you've succeeded on that one.
1: Um, just straight up succeeded. You're grappling him onto the floor now.
2: Brilliant. So... I've just got the hammer on top of him, like, you know, the heavy end, just resting mm. on his head. I'm just okay. like lifting it up a bit so it's not actually putting the whole weight on it. I just go, have you seen Jax? I think he would like to have a word with you.
1: She just kind of whimpers ever so slightly. <coughs> As Jax is looming over him ominously. Deeks, are you all right?
3: I'm hanging in there with a little bit of pain.
1: And now we are back up to Deeks. You wouldn't have heard that. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have heard that. No, no. Right. I have to remember that. Yeah, to be fair, also, yeah, the oh, yeah. the guy who's been tackled wouldn't have heard all, and you'd have just been yelling it because you're deaf.
2: Yeah. That's have true. you seen Jax? Show him what's a word fair. with you. I was gonna say, Jax. Room.
1: Jax can Jax can do that at least. Jax can hear it. Okay, so yeah, Deeks, we're up to you, my friend.
3: Yeah, I'm going to try and cast um, a hold person on Rill. Okay. Uh, so. Yeah, 60 foot range. Um, Rill just needs to make a wisdom save of 15 to restrain it, so. It'll be paralyzed for the duration.
1: Right then. So, wisdom save of 15, you say, yeah? yes so how are you how are you conjuring up this magic how are you casting this on to him
3: so holding my back in a little bit of pain i'm just gonna i'm going to try and give you the old tip of the hat just
1: do, do-, do-,
3: do. and a little force of energy just spiraling around his body and hopefully 15 of is a little a- bit of paralysis yeah
1: Real as disc- this energy swirling around. Interesting. Where does your <laughs> magic derive from? He says as he kind of looking around, just literally moving around, looking at this energy swirling him around him. Interesting. Oh, yes, of course, he says as he's looking at you, not responding. You're deaf, of course. That incredible howling. I'm just waiting for the paralysis to take effect. (laughs) Yeah, he's literally just like musing and monologuing to himself. It has obviously not worked, but Deeks Deeks isn't, you know, aware of that at this moment in time. Do you have anything else you would like to do, Deeks?
3: Um. Yes, I think so. Um, I can still talk, can't I? So, yeah.
1: Yeah, you can still talk.
3: Ez... I'll, t- I'll turn around and look towards well, what I thought was Ezador. as a Jax? Yes, little dicks? Do you understand me? Of course I understand you, little dicks.
1: But do you understand I'm- him? I may have a plan. Do
3: tell, S- little one. <laughs> S- stay close, and Sorry. all will be
1: revealed. Sorry, Deeks. I need you to roll me a perception check to see if you can read Esadore's weird, I don't need lips. I read his lips. Are you just shouting it regardless of I'll what his answer start, is?
3: I have a plan. Yeah, I have a plan. Um, and stay. Stay close. Stay Bas- close.
1: Basically, Isidore responding back to you has no bearing on what you wanted to do. Which is fine, we, yeah. need,
3: we need to be slightly out of range of both enemies. <laughs> Head towards the the northwest part of the room.
1: Mm. We're also just kind oh. of looking... Real just kind of looks at you and he's just kind of musing to himself, almost like the DM, musing to himself. I'm fairly sure you can't speak that much during combat, but I'll allow it as a bonus action, seeing as you've not done anything else other than a normal action.
3: I did it really fast. Hmm. And I can't hear you. Hmm.
1: Cloud, Cloud's part. Listen to me, you little shit. <laughs> I'm okay. done. We're now up to Rill. Rill, hearing this, hearing about how there could be some kind of incredible plan, kind of looks at his watch again, starts glowing purple, and he presses it. And once again, there is a... Whoop, whoop, blink of smoke. And he's gone. He is just completely... Yeah, you don't know where he's gone. He has just completely exited the area. However, we are now back down to... Yeah, Deeks, you you didn't even hear it, obviously. So you kind of like look back whilst you're waiting for him to be paralysed. And as this red energy is... This red sparkling energy is kind of swirling around him. You see him look, press a button on whatever's on his wrist, and then just a sudden purplish poof of smoke, and he's gone. We are now up to. <coughs> Remember, <heart> <coughs> what?
3: Can I still move?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you said that you're you finished your go. Yeah, so unfortunately we can't go back.
3: Oh, it was his girl, that wasn't it? Yeah, so would already gone off
1: me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You said that's all you wanted to do, so I moved on to rules turn. So we are now back up to cultist member being pinned by Gregor. So he is currently being grappled. Uh, Mm. He can still make an attack because he's not pinned. Um, You don't have the grappler feet to pin someone, I'm afraid. Um, So you can stop him from grappling in this condition, reduces his speed to zero, so he can't move, and he can't have any bonuses to speed. So he's held in place.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. He can attack still, because he has a free hand, and he can also try to contest this. So, seeing what kind of situation he's in, he is going to try and push, he, like use both of his hands on the warhammer to kind of try and push it as hard as he can. So he's got moved to. He's got enough space to slide out underneath. So. I would like you to roll me an athletics chip, please. Athletics yeah. Athletics, yes. I need you to beat a 17, please.
2: 19.
1: So, yeah, at first, this cultist starts, you know, pushing the Warhammer. Just, and he does, to be fair, he gets it about maybe half an inch off of his neck. And you, realising what's happening, just... No.
2: Just tense again, back into his throat. <clears> throat. Okay, okay. Just before I tense it into his neck, can I go full-on slam down with my attack?
1: No, because it's not your attack, I'm afraid. Oh, you've is it just, not? No, no, you've just stopped him from doing this. Oh, okay. But you're not able to attack because it was his check, essentially. Oh, it's not my go next, is no, it? No, no, unfortunately. If it was your go next, I probably would have allowed mm. that as fluff. But no, unfortunately... Well, not unfortunately, but unfortunately for your plan there, we're now up to mm. Ezidor. So Ezzador, real has kind of woof, vanished, and the silver cult member is being grappled and held down by Gregor at this moment in time.
0: I assume... Is he, for the basis of this then, is he on that square, the same square as him? Yes, yes. Because he's on top of it. Hmm. Right.
1: Not much I can do while he's grappled, then, is there? Because so I'm gonna wait him. I mean, to be fair, if you made a not, this is the only time I'm gonna help with this because you guys have not really had to deal with grapples and stuff like that. Mm. Um, if he's held down in place, he can't move or anything like that. So I would say that um, you could coup de grace him. So a coup de grace is basically. Um, as long as you hit them, so you would get an advantage to swing, essentially to attack. And as long as you hit them, it's an automatic critical.
0: Okay, I'll do blades on him then.
1: <laughs> okay, roll that attack.
0: Uh, or, oh, yeah, i just roll twenty first, don't I?
1: Yes, then add whatever stats you need to add them. What? It. What is it
2: that he's doing? Uh,
1: uh blades. This one so what does it look like <laughs> i was gonna say yeah please describe how you're doing this uh, yeah which is plus five
0: on that right blades basically my tentacles will just go real sharp at the end one of them
1: just <laughs> so a single just go, blade just zip.
0: yeah and i'll go let's paint the floor with your entrails and
1: then i'll just slap down like slice down just Trying to avoid him, really, I suppose, Gregor. <laughs> so you're kind of going for the top of his head then, essentially. The only uh, part chop. that's kind of sticking out.
0: Trying to chop his head off then.
1: <laughs> okay, so what did you get with your roll then?
0: I'll tell you in a minute. Ooh. Coffee on my dice. <laughs> uh... Oh,
1: plus five? 22. That definitely hits. So, what is your crit damage then? So, uh, roll, do your damage, roll it twice.
0: Uh, do I also add the. Modify plus it twice. Two on both of them,
1: yeah? Yes, so. I would say so. It's contested whether or not you should, but yeah, it's a critical.
2: Seventeen. Just before he slams down, he's like, "Should we ask this guy some questions?"
1: <laughs> as as you slam this blade down, as Gregor is asking that, um, your your blade just kind of at first just sinks into the top of his forehead, yeah, ah, and then you cut the top portion of his head clean off. The dome of his head essentially starts rolling around on the floor before coming to a halt underneath one of the desks. He stops moving almost instantly and blood starts pooling out of his now desiccated brain. Huh. Ask, ask. away, Gregor. Ask away. What? <laughs> and at this point, you guys are out of combat. The room so- falls silent again. Real knows you're here, and you know Rill is here somewhere, but he is not currently in this room. The room in front of you is about to be described any second now. The room in front of you consists of 14 desks in rows of 4s uh, and 3s. Many of these desks, like the reception desk, have seen better days. They are shattered beyond repair. Thankfully, you all managed to avoid damaging any of them during that confrontation. The floor itself, though, Gregor, you can definitely tell, seeing as you're pretty much on the floor, is covered by another red carpet, which, like the one in the reception room, is faded and stained. Although a few of the stains, given that there is blood pooling out onto the carpet, a few of the stains look similar to that. There are also piles of documents scattered all over the room um, that, as you're, I'm assuming you're kind of like, picking yourself up now, Gregor, as well.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm just picking myself. Do I have a bit of blood on my
1: hands? Sorry, a, l- a little bit of blood on your hands as you're just kind of getting up, Deeks. You also know, as being as close to a desk that you are, that at one point or another, these piles probably would have been wet or soaked or something. But they are—they have the look of them when paper dries when it when it gets wet and dries and it's all crinkly and stuff like that. It looks very brittle. Um, additionally, on the opposite end are some bookcases, and the books inside them. Well. You can have a look at them if you want, but given the condition of everything else in this room,
2: well, that was a bit of fun, wasn't it, where Jax, is he? Well done.
1: did you can't is he? hear any of this.
2: What? Where
1: is he? And I'm going to
0: say that. Well, can I just flip the tables? Well,
1: <laughs> where is, f- is he? <laughs> uh, Rome. Which way are you going, north or where uh, Just north or east. Straight north. Okay, I would like you to roll me a strength check. To begin with, as you're trying to flip the table, as you're walking forwards. Right, (laughs) twelve. Twelve, you say? So, as you're starting to walk forward and whatnot, um, and you lift your, you put your tentacles underneath and try to flip it, uh, the table just kind of uh, groan slightly. But it doesn't flip. Right, I'm going to look
0: at the table with absolute menace and hatred, and I want to smash it.
1: (laughs) Roll to hit then. As he's doing this, Deeks and Gregors, you're kind of like starting to, I'm assuming, starting to look around the room a little bit. Um, uh,
2: yes, can I? Uh, I was going to say, can I? One
1: at a time, please, guys.
2: Sorry. Go on, uh, Jimmy.
3: Um, I've lost my train of thought. Uh, I was, I was going to head over towards where Jax is.
1: Okay, so you're following behind Jax. Yeah, I'm
3: following behind Jax, yeah.
1: At the moment, then you don't really see much because Jax is just trying to wail on a desk, um, right in front, uh, right, yeah, right in front of you. Gregor, how about you? What are you doing then?
2: Uh, I'm holding both my hands up to my ears, and I'm gonna cast Cure Wounds on myself and try and heal my eel- eardrum. All right, roll to heal. Cure wounds. Could you touch regains the number of hit points equal to one deep. Uh, yeah, I've just healed up three. That's it.
1: Three? Okay. you your healing, is your feeling, you know, like... The healing light's essentially into you? You hear a loud... And then a second loud... And then you can hear again.
2: Oh, it's good to hear my own voice again. Uh, Do I realise that Deeks is... Deeks? I'm just going to shout Deeks.
1: Deeks, you're still stood behind Ezidor at this point uh, because you can't hear. However, Ezidor, what was your attack roll? Sorry for that table.
0: Uh, 14 on the turtle.
1: With shocking savagery and ferocity... You lift your tentacle up and slam it into this poor, innocent table that has done nothing wrong other than have the balls not to be flipped over. You hear a as the wood splinters and cracks, rising into the air and kind of like spiraling across the room. A large chunk of it, sorry, a large chunk of it lands to the northwest, ever so slightly, pretty much almost next to where the table originally was in this corner here. And you see that there is a bit of an opening there, maybe a door. Whereas in the top right-hand corner of the room it looks to be a spiral staircase.
0: Okay, uh, so that's where I've just spotted the door after I've chucked the table over there. Then, yeah.
1: Yeah, you kind of smash the table up, and you've kind of you've been watching as you know, like everything splinters and flies across the room and a particularly large chunk of table rises and just kind of clatters into this doorway. Okay, can I walk over to
0: that large bit of table? Mm Hmm? Pick it up and then just hurl it to the north wall while swinging round and go, Where is he?
1: Roll me a strength check then, please.
2: And I'm shouting this at you two.
1: I'm still following. Yeah, Deej, you're just kind of toddling along. (laughs)
2: Yeah, can I uh, come up behind Deeks and just put hey, my hands, like, on his face?
1: Okay, so, one at a timing this. Sorry. It's alright. isidore uh, you shout that and you launch the table piece as hard as you can. Again, this allows as it slams against the wall and shatters even more. Deeks, what were you doing, sorry?
3: I- I'm heading over towards Jax and uh, I'm shouting... It will be here somewhere.
1: I had a little bit of pain with my back still.
3: And is yours. Uh, have I seen the entrance here, this doorway? Have I seen this?
1: Uh, You're just pretty. If you're following Jax at this point, yeah, you're, you're kind of approaching this. But as you approach it, you feel two hands
2: cover your ears. And Gregor, yeah, and oh. And Gregor, that man. was you. Yeah. And I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on him. Okay, yeah, roll that dice. So that is. You heal nine points of uh, of healing.
1: So yeah, you've got nine HP back, and yes, you can now hear again.
3: Ah, oh. why? Thank
2: you, Gregor. Can you hear me now?
3: Oh, I can hear you.
2: Brilliant. Good to have you I back was. with us, Deeks. Just yeah, give him a pat on the back.
3: Uh, uh
2: Jacks. Oh yes, Jacks. Yes. Where's he going? <laughs> this- what? Come on
3: he's here he's, he's here somewhere let's search the other rooms we must find him i know he's here that well smug little filth i'm good catch him we will find him we will find him I, I i have something for 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 all of us if we if we need it we could be we could be stealthy here um, mm. i i have i have something that could turn us all invisible for a for a short period of time, but just enough time so we could catch him.
2: No need. I just pull out my ring. <laughs> oh, shit. It works now, doesn't it? It works. I'm going to yeah. equip it. It's like, right ahead of your via dekes and just put it on.
3: Oh. All right. Well, just me and you then
2: like
1: Frodo from the Lord of the Rings the second that you <laughs> <No>. slip that <laughs> on you go invisible and somewhere in the distance you hear a <laughs> <laughs> as, a Nazca, as, a, as a ring Rafe is suddenly alerted to your presence I When he disappears, have disappears ring
0: <laughs> when he disappears I'm just going to go where
1: is he
3: now 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 Jax people, people keep disappearing <laughs> yes would you like to disappear as well I want to find him. Well, let's go and find him. Let's just peek around this room first. Be careful. Gregor maybe goes first.
1: Okay, so how are you guys doing this? Are you just peeking ahead?
2: No, I'm going to just walk through, just casually.
1: Okay, let me... Just squeezing
2: through Esador and Deeks. Ah, I can't move any further.
1: No, give me one second as I reveal the
2: area for you
1: so as you, as you push the door open you see that there are some crates and whatnot just stacked up there's a couple of a um, couple of odd ominous hues going around but it looks like you might be in, essentially, the warehouse section of the warehouse.
3: Hmm. Are any of these boxes open?
1: Uh, So oh. there is quite a lot that are full, uh, but you can roll an investigation to see if any of them are where you are. Uh, at yeah.
3: Open. I'd like to test. I'd like to go to the back end with that green hue.
1: Okay. Yep. Feel Are you free
2: to invisible. Or... not right now. Oh, all right.
1: So, Deeks, as you kind of like walk over to this stack uh, where there is a green.
2: Are we still yeah. not doing it thirty foot thingy? No,
1: you no, no. We... That's that's no. gone now that you're out of combat. Sorry, I'm just trying to reveal the right amount here without being too stingy. So, Deeks, you can see that this green glow as you're approaching. Um you see that this green glow isn't actually coming from a crate itself, it looks like it's coming from the gaps of a crate. You can just, at your height you can see through one of the gaps that there is, yeah, a green ominous glow coming from it. Okay, I'll investigate that. Okay, roll me... F- uh, what was that, sorry? I,
3: I don't know if I'm going to have to clamber over the top of that or anything.
1: Roll, great. roll me investigation first let's see if you recognise if there's anywhere it was a 19 so with a 19 you realise that you can either clamber over the top which would be uh, an athletics or you could kind of like squeeze in in this little gap however that would just be a general dexterity check
3: uh, I'll do the dex check,
1: squeeze through the gap. Yeah. Go for it then, roll your dex check, please. Eight eight. As you are trying to squeeze through the gap, you get about halfway through, but then you realise that your hat a little bit too little bit too wide, a little bit too girthy, and it's kind of like getting stuck in between two of the che- uh, two of the crates.
3: Uh Gregor. Yes. Good. It- do, do grab my hat for me would you
2: I just literally just grab pinch the yeah, you, top of you, it and I just pull off yeah you reach in he's kind of like peels
1: so,
3: off my skin a little bit
1: oh, ah! he's kind of like Shit. underneath a crate that's stacked up and in between two of us so yeah you kind of reach in and just yank it out
2: does that uh, turn invisible with me
1: yes oh. yes it does Roll me your decks again, then please.
2: As he's doing that, I'm just going to put on the hat to see if it fits me.
1: Does your hat fit him? Do not wear it.
2: You don't know I'm putting it on.
3: <laughs> I can sense it. <laughs> it's it's
1: it's an extension of me. He can sense it. I've just rolled for it. <laughs> just do not wear it, it, Gregor. Um, But yes, what is your Uh, dex,
3: please? That is a 15 this time.
1: 15, okay. So with a 15, the DM is realizing he needs to set the soundtrack back. Uh, With a 15, again, you're kind of shimmying and pushing your way through until eventually you kind of pop out in between four crates. There's a small gap between four crates, and in this small gap, you see... Two average-sized green glowing crystals.
3: Can I sense any arcane magic?
1: Do you have anything anyf- from them? Do you just, have anything that allows you to?
3: Just, just as another <gasps> sense.
1: Roll me an arcana, but not as a your sensing list. Just roll me an arcana check. It's a natural one. Oh boy! First natural uh-huh. one of the night. A lot of, other, a lot of other groups celebrate their first natural twenty, but not this one. We have fun with the natural ones.
2: That one crew, yo! <laughs> yep. Sounds about right.
1: Outside. It's a completely normal, benign crystal. That's all it is. Well, not suspicious in the slightest. That's what I think
3: it is, then maybe I should go and just pick it up.
1: <laughs> okay. So, as, as you <laughs> pick up this crystal, I never said I was doing it,
3: I was thinking about it.
1: I know, I was just saying okay, as in, like, okay. But yeah. Um...
3: Ah, fuck it, I'm going to pick it up.
2: Roll me a come save, please. It's his other natural one.
0: You know it's great. like do you know the groups I'm in for the things that I do? There's a D and D group I'm in and there's loads of posts about should I pick it up? <laughs> yes, I'll pick <laughs> it up. And then a roll and then a weird fucking gif about what happens after you pick someone up. It's like a rather
3: legendary thing. <laughs> That's a ten.
1: A ten, you say? Ten ten. Either way that, got it? I should have decided what high and low meant in my head before I rolled that because you've got one kind of extreme um, ok as you pick it up you hear like a rumbling noise you look down to where you picked it up from the rumbling intensifies and then roll me a dex save please Four, four. Yeah.
2: As you, sorry, I thought you were saying
1: four.
3: Is in You're uh, like I was, for what? I
2: was yeah. it was a plus one or not. I thought you said or, like something else. Um,
1: as you pick the crystal up and you feel this rumbling, you try and move a step back, but your foot is pierced by a quickly shoot, uh, quickly growing small tree shoot. Just it's a <laughs> Straight through your foot, and it deals four points of damage to you.
3: Why can't things just be nice?
1: <laughs> you say. Why can't I
3: just pick up something nice?
1: <laughs> but that tree shoot definitely wasn't there when you picked it up. You can. Can roll... I
3: try and split? Play... Oh, go on. What's that?
1: Sorry. Yeah. No. You go first.
3: I was just going to see if I could slip it into my bag.
1: You can, but I think you should probably roll an arcana first after witnessing a tree pop out.
3: Is it through my actual foot?
1: Yes. Like, so or... Yeah, it's, it's still through the foot itself, but it's not so far that, you know, it's not growing at such a rate that it's kind of lifting you up the floor or anything like that. You're able to lift your foot back out. It's just, at this moment in time, it's still pierced.
3: All right, well, I'll tell you what then, I'll roll an arcana to see if I, I can feel any resistance coming
2: from this
3: crystal <laughs> in Link of the Tree, then. Okay. Your
2: foot's gone through, uh, flipping shoots gone through your foot, and you're just like, hmm, what is this crystal doing?
3: <laughs> 20, but not
1: nuts. 20? Okay, so as you're looking at this crystal, you feel a very faint wham, from it. The only other time that you can really remember feeling or hearing something like that was one of the times that you passed by the crystal tower, top side. What you have in your hand is a green new mine crystal. Looking at it a bit closer you do see it is a little bit cracked. And not only that, the hue of this green crystal that you've picked up is slightly different to the other green crystals that are also on the floor. Each of the green crystals has an ever slightly different hue to it, but yes, for all intents and purposes, you now have a green new mine crystal.
3: Okay, I'll try. I'm going to try and slip that into my backpack then.
1: Okay, roll me a sleight of hand, please.
3: Twenty again, not natural.
1: So yeah, you as you're looking at this, you you realise what you've got in your hands so you just kind of very gently not wishing to disturb the tree not wishing to cause any more growth any more trees anything like that you just gently slide it into your backpack and as you do you hear enough v- 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 and the tree shoe that appears to your foot zoop, goes back into the ground
3: just pick my foot up it's a no, bit bloody I- I've I've i found a, a new mine crystal
2: now i have you deeks that's yes yes very check, interesting
3: check the others there's some others around here
2: i don't Can think I... i'm gonna be fit, fit through there deeks i think i'm a bit too big
3: i think that we these these might be handy for us in our future endeavors
2: Okay, I'm going in and I'm, I'm just going to stand where exactly where I am and say, so yes, I'm gathering them, yes, I've got loads now. I'm sorry, are you saying that you're stood exactly
1: where you are, but you're saying yes. to him that you roll me performance <laughs> or deception, please, it's up to you.
2: I am invisible, so... With advantage. Um, uh, What was it again?
1: Performance or deception, it's your call.
2: Persuasion, do you say? Or perception.
1: Performance or deception?
2: A deception. Yes. Oh, yeah, got it. I'll do deception. Give me a minute.
1: (laughs) If he was better at deceiving us, he could have just said, I've got a 19, though. (laughs) The irony. Was that a re-roll? Yeah,
2: re-roll it. Fuck, it was a 20. Natural 20. (laughs) Definitely Uh. (laughs) re-roll. i lucky, man. Do I get the advantage as well?
1: You still have an advantage, yeah. You've, you've still got that advantage.
2: Okay. Um, uh, deception. 19. 19, yeah. Deeks, as
1: far as you're concerned, Gregor is hunting down these crystals for you guys.
3: Well, I'm going to start making my way back out. Um, which ones did you get, Gregor? The, the blue or the pink
2: i got Cause... green i got purple i got salmon color you you name it
3: oh, well uh, i i already have a pink new my crystal but I, I definitely could do with the blue
2: i'll definitely get you one oh no i just dropped a load oh damn i'm gonna have to pick all these back up again <laughs> roll me another Deeks, have you come out?
1: You've you've popped out, yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah, I w- can I just... Um,
1: yeah, I, I won't make you make any rolls on that one. Um,
3: I was just going to say, I, have, I, have I taken a hint of... Um, what would be the word for how he's behaving? Deception. Right? Shell. No. Aloof. Taking this seriously.
1: Oh, okay. Um, so first then, I want Gregor to roll another deception or performance roll, please. Not with advantage, no, because you are oh. stood next to Deeks at this point. Deeks has popped back out. You've not moved at all, so Deeks <laughs> is literally almost shoulder-to-shoulder shoulder with you. Okay. Uh... Oh, yeah, I'll go
2: for deception
1: here. And Deeks, I would like you to roll Insight, but with advantage this time, because he is stood right next to you, telling you he's dropped a bunch of new mine crystals. 19... And what did you get again gregor 18. <laughs> no. so as you're saying this to him as you're saying yep i've got all these kinds and everything deeks it does sound like he's taking it seriously he does sound a bit close but given how winding this place is from what you can see and you can't see too much because the amount of crates that are stacked almost to the ceiling you think that, you know, there might be a trick being played with the sound, you know, like bouncing off of stuff. But then when Gregor says, oh, no, I've dropped them. You think two things. One, you don't hear any crystals dropping. And two, if he was as nearby as he sound, but had crystals and let go of them, surely those crystals would be visible now. You know, he's not taking this seriously. Greg,
3: Gregor, where are the crystals?
2: They're here. They've just gone all over the floor. Uh, I would, but unfortunately I can't bend over at the moment. I seem to have pulled my back.
3: Why are you not taking this seriously? Uh, Forget it. Jax. Jax, start moving some of these boxes.
0: I'm just going to be like, Uh, can I do Arcade Blast? Like, straighten off.
1: Well, like, directly above? Yeah, it's like straight through the boxes. Yes, you can. Yeah? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Rotor hit. Uh- Sorry, the the map designer in me was just crying a little bit that you're destroying all of these nice <laughs> little walkways that I had planned out, but it's, it's fine. It's fine. 19. Let's see your boxes dodge that. <laughs> Okay, so, Isidore before we had our break, uh, sorry, Jax, before we had our break, you, my friend, had decided that you were going to blow up a shit ton of crates. So, would you like to describe, uh, describe, would you like to describe how this happens, please?
0: Well, I've basically just gone, and
1: then just, like, with my
0: beaky kind of mouth under my single gelatinous eyeball, I'm just going to go, with my tentacles and blue... Sphere kind of thing just like morphs in front of me and then blasts forward 120 feet, at full pelt right through the box. It is
1: okay, so as you launch this energy forward, it smashes first through the first couple of boxes, continues smashing with a loud explosion through. However, the damage seems to be less than you would have thought having only made its way through the initial first load of crates. You can run me a perception check if you would like to see why it stopped. Okay,
0: then as I'll, I'll do that, that'll be when I've just said, I'll find you, you maggot! Uh, my perception is...
1: Advantage? Mm, I'm afraid not. Five. As you're looking through, the rubble is just kind of dropping and settling. Bits of crates dropping everywhere. Shattered crystals just... Tink, 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 just... As it's dropping... Yeah, like that. As it's dropping <laughs> around at you. All you can see is a very faint pink glow from the other side.
0: Dicks.
3: Dicks. Uh, yes? There's a pink shiny thing over here. <laughs> oh, and I'll sc- scurry over to that.
0: And I'm just going to scurry around the corner and up to it.
1: Okay, so Deeks, you can either head up directly up north where the candle is um, and see if you can find where Isidore is there or you can take the path that Isidore's taken.
3: I'll go straight up.
1: Yep. Yeah. Okay, so as you're heading straight up then, and you look around, you can see, once again, I need to make sure I don't reveal too much yet. You can now see that on the right hand side of you, Ezedor is stood next to some more crates which aren't broken. As you're looking and he's peering down, you can see that there, yeah, there is a a pink glow emanating from in between two of the crates.
3: Pink I shiny. Great <laughs> um Would you would you mind handing one of those to me, Jacks?
0: I see no problem with that little dicks. I'll
3: completely
0: sit down and pick it up.
2: Jacks,
1: I need you specifically to roll me a con save, please. As you pick up this pink new mine crystal. <laughs> I've not got that open could you please uh...
0: (laughs) take a guess
1: (laughs) so that was a natural one (laughs) it was yes (laughs) okay (laughs) I've got my dice here that's not what I expected and I'm not quite sure what the effect of this should be because I had a very binary choice as to what would happen if you pass or fail, but a natural one is not something I had intended. Alright, fine. Many times before. (laughs) You pick up, you wrap your tentacle around this pink new mine crystal and as you lift it up Jax, you feel yourself getting sucked back into Ezador's mindscape. Just like a... (laughs) And Deeks, you can see as he's picked up uh, picked up this pink new mine crystal, the slimy black tentacle slowly morphs back into a human hand. Uh. The outside of Ezidor. <sniffs> oh, the outside of Jack. Sorry, <sniffs> slips back in, and Ezidor is stood in front of you once more. Ezidor, you can't hear Jacks.
3: What is this thing? Well, it's, a, it's It's one of the new wine crystals. My dicks, you don't understand, it's quiet. I can't well, hear it. Well, that's why I got you to pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my D- my dicks, did you know? I, th- I, th- I had an inkling. <laughs>
1: Smart wording. Smart wording there.
0: That's, uh... Has well, it worked? This is quite a thing. I'm, I'm... For the first time in years, my mind is free.
3: Uh, how, how do you feel?
0: Well, like me, I can... I can hear him. I can... It's like he's not here.
2: Can I go behind Esadar and just whisper in his ear, I'm here. Oh, I really want to
1: immediately let this happen, but how are you doing? Which direction are you going? Remember, you can go north and then east, or you can go east and then north. Both of them will require you to roll stealth checks to get behind Desidor, but one might be... Wait, no, have you, you've still got your ring, don't you? I've still got my ring on. Just roll me a straight-up stealth check then, please. Wave advantage.
2: I got disadvantage on stealth.
1: It cancels out then. Just a straight up self-check. Fall. You try and sneak up behind Ezidor by crawling by creeping through the crates that he broke through. But as he does as you do, you kind of step on one of the crates and there's a there's more wood breaks underneath your foot.
3: Gregor!
0: Who goes you? there? you?
1: not gregor
3: oh it's just gregor it's jacks my advice to you as you know, would be to keep that crystal on your person at all times
4: you this guys here
0: really, ha- maybe, maybe. Sorry, i do i do worry about repercussions though i mean we sort of have a deal in time, you know, maybe welching on that might cause me problems. I don't, don't know. I'll have a think on it. I'll certainly keep it on myself enough.
3: Yes. Yes, well, so. yeah, but just ride it, ride it out for now. And we'll, we'll see, we'll see how this thing, this is, this, 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 this is fascinating. It's all working, it's all coming to pass. So we, 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 we have, we have, uh, we have green. We have a pink. And I have the blue, which I purchased from the, from you remember from the dark area, which uh, uh, or possibly, hopefully allows to, to transport to different locations, teleport. Sorry.
2: You know what this means, chaps. Go, go, Power Rangers!
1: The two of you look at go Gregor go, and confused silence. Yeah, as neither of you know what the fuck that means. Never saw that in theaters. The Power Rangers? Well
0: I'm just gonna be like Uh in you know, like uh all Clement and just be like I've quite forgotten what it's like to be alone in your own mind. Ah, oh, such a blessing.
1: As this yes. silence is kind of falling on you guys, I want you all to roll me a perception check, please. Well, 13. 13. 15. 15.
0: 19.
1: And a 19. Okay. Uh, let me just see if I can figure out which is the right one to put on. So, Gregor and Isidore, both of you hear another. <laughs> crunching noise of wood, followed by a a familiar noise that you guys have heard once or twice before. Deeks, you don't quite hear this. However, you realise what's going on quite quickly as directly in front of you, Rill appears again, his arm blade ready to strike. He swings forward. and I'm assuming that a 4 won't hit was he hit? No. hitting was attacking Deeks yeah it's attacking Deeks oh, no no so he poofs in front of you swings with his arm blade and it misses completely it hit it glances over where your hat would have been if you were still wearing it he looks frustrated and swings again will a 16 hit Yeah. He swings again, then, and he deals seven points of damage as he slashes across the front of your chest this time.
3: Oh, 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 again?
1: I thought I asked you free to leave.
3: Can I immediately throw back at him whole person again?
1: You can, yes. I was going to give you all one action before... He does something else, but yes, you can use a whole person.
3: Okay. With my hands on my chest that is just slashed sort of in, in in fury just <laughs>
1: <laughs> And it's a fifteen saving throw, isn't it?
3: Yeah, wisdom fifteen. Okay. Uh,
1: I'm really sorry about this because I know you want this fucking old person to work once. However, in your, as you, enraged, try to hold him in place, he kind of takes a slight step back and you see him falter for a second. It looks like it's worked, and then he kind of just wrenches backwards. He looks at you, Deeks, and for a split second, it almost looks like there's a slight showing of emotion on his face. Like a slight smile. Again, I ask the three of you to leave. Otherwise I will be forced to take protective action against trespassers. Uh,
3: would you... Might be pushing the boat out a little bit too far here, but... No, um, go for it. Would you allow me to run around him with my Rope of Entanglement as a bonus action.
1: You would take an attack of opportunity if you did that. And that would be pushing it a little bit as well because Esador and uh, Gregor have their actions whereas you have used yours. But as a, okay, bonus, as a bonus action, I would allow it, but it would have attack of opportunity.
3: All right. Well, instead would allow me to throw... One of these guys, the rope of entanglement. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd ask you both, I'd ask you, Deeks, to roll me. Uh, duh, 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 what would throwing be? Uh,
3: well, I was going to pass it to Esidor, which is right next to me.
1: Sleight of hand, then, for that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just go straight up, sleight of hand. Esidor, you don't need to roll anything for this. Five. You try to um, you reach outwards to hand him it, but the pain in your chest from reaching out it opens the wound a little bit, and in pain you just ah and drop the rope. It kind of coils onto the floor. Well, can, can, yeah. can I grab it? You now have the rope, yes. Woo. What what have you
2: passed, sweet? <laughs> <laughs> it's the rope of entanglement. Of course it is, a <laughs> Dix. Am I still invisible? You are still invisible, yes. Right. As I see him attack, uh... Pete, don't, don't I'm just going to get my hammer out. <laughs> and I'm just literally just going to prepare it. And I'm just going to go for a swing straight for his, um... What side was the little pad on, did you say? Um... I did not. It's on his right hand side. It's on his right. It's on his right arm. So I'm going to aim for his left uh, uh, left hand.
1: So the one that doesn't have the device on it. Yes. Okay. Seeing as you're invisible, roll with advantage, please.
2: Attack with the hammer. Yes. The other one was a 2. Uh, 20, not natural.
1: 20, not natural? Yep, that will hit, so roll your damage. Okay, so that's 1.
2: He's not undead by any chance, is he? He is not undead. Ah, oh, balance. Plus 1. Plus 1, 2 attacks against normal foes. Yeah. So
1: that's just uh, ten points of damage. I like I you said that that's just ten points of damage. Hmm.
2: Uh okay, so uh oh,
1: I did that one. there we go (laughs) how are you how are you attacking him again then sorry describe your action now that we know it's successful well basically I
2: just I see him just appear and he attacked uh, Deeks it's like Mm. oh I'm gonna get this guy now and I'm just gonna grab my hammer and do you know we like swing like a for a a A baseball baseball. yeah just straight into the middle of his like uh, his left hand
1: so you swing this back and it's still invisible and then as you swing down your left, your hand slides down and gains a bit of force and just a swift and straight into his left hand. He, yeah, can I like pin it against the, uh, uh, what they're called, um, the boxes, like straight into that? You are actually successful in pinning it against it, but with the amount of force that you carried through with it. It smashes, just a sudden, as the crate smashes into a bunch of pieces. His hand drops down to the side. It takes him a second to realise what's going on. Then he just looks at his arm, touches it tenderly, and just... Screaming in agony. Use your
2: teleport now!
0: That I'm I'm just going to go... SURPRISE ENTANGLEMENT!
1: (laughs) (laughs) You keep on getting rid of the element of surprise by doing this!
3: That is funny, though, because it It needs a command word.
1: (laughs) Okay, uh, let's see how the Rope of Entanglement works. Uh, if you hold one end and use an action to speed, the other end darts forward to entangle a creature you can see within twenty feet of you. Okay, yeah. So stealth doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, what were you? Sho- <laughs> That's what were perfect. you? What were you shouting again? Surprise entanglement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as you shout surprise entanglement, the rope suddenly just t- it tautens. It goes straight, f- straight as a die, uh, straight as an arrow, and then almost like a whip. kind of like curls and whips around Rill. It starts uh, going right around Rill. Just gonna very quickly evidence this. Oh, for
3: God's sake. Mmm. This is ridiculous.
1: You guys have been having terrible luck this session, and Rill has been having some lovely luck. Well, Lovely
3: for him, not
1: for either of us. Can't do no more. So... That's (laughs) that's being sent in the group chat, so just so you guys can see that I've not cocked anything. Um, Nice. the, The rope straightens and starts wrapping around Rill. Rill, seeing what's happening, Still has one arm still, just before it manages to wrap around him. With the uh, device still there, he just headbutts the device. And I've, whoop, whoop And real once again... Disappears into the shadows. <laughs> <laughs>
3: this is so annoying! <laughs> I'm going to get that oh. slippery little fish. <laughs> it's
1: almost like this is de- this room's been designed as a maze of some sort.
0: Right, well, mm. I'm not going to... I'm not going to navigate the slightest and just buzz my way through all the boxes.
3: <laughs> I'd, I'd like all of my things back, please. Hat, Gregor, rope.
1: Mm.
2: <laughs> Are you still invisible, Gregor? <laughs> Uh, no, once I attack or anything like that, yeah, I it break. drops it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah,
1: the second that uh, that Gregor has swung his hammer, he swoops back into view, and yeah, Deeksy just gives you back your hat, and there you go Esdor, I'm assuming you're giving him his robe that's just kind of dropped limply to the floor.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> just a very angry little gnome just wrapping the. <laughs>
0: <Very> <laughs> enough. <laughs> Believe me, little leeks. I couldn't be more annoyed. If I couldn't be more annoyed.
3: Well,
1: what I've look at bought... this over there. Just in <laughs> a puff, you walk away angrily. Um... I'll be... Be <laughs> yeah. Okay, so with you guys passing through that area, I can reveal a larger chunk. To be fair. As you now walk into another opening you can see that (laughs) as you all continue shuffling around (laughs) making it very difficult for the DM to see what's going on (laughs) you. They're just (laughs) pacing in fucking anger. (laughs) You come out into another opening. This opening has a carriage there. It is a very, very old looking carriage. It looks like it probably hasn't been used in quite a number of years. Um, However, given what you know about this place, the little that you know about this place from the outside, um, if you're estimating that this is a delivery or was a delivery company, this looks like where the shipments would take place.
2: Yeah. Okay. Can I have a look yes. around the carriage to see if it's been used recently?
1: Yes, you can. Roll me an investigation check, please. Can I climb onto the carriage? Roll me. A cr- athletics. Athletics. Roll me athletics.
4: Huh. 11.
1: With an 11. You can see that this carriage hasn't moved in a long time from the looks of it. There is a lot of dust around, but as you're kind of looking around this area with only the occasional glow of a new mine crystal or a candle lighting the way, you're, you're, you're noticing more and more dust motes hanging in the air. So you're not actually sure if the carriage is dusty due to lack of use. If it is dusty due to the amount, the sheer amount of dust that is everywhere.
2: Can I go up to the side the uh, to the door and open it?
1: The handle rattles at first. But well, then yeah, it come, it it comes out. It opens. That's the word. I was trying to think of the word for opening door. <laughs> it comes the door. out, does it? It comes out. Yeah, uh it opens. Just the very slight uh, there is no one there however you do notice that there is a scarf on one of the seats it is an odd looking scarf it is a beautiful blue grey type of colour it looks to be very light and soft and almost translucent in a way Hmm. I go and pick it up This scarf is incredibly light. Lighter than you would have thought it could be. Almost as if it is not affected by gravity. And looking at it closer, you see that there are dozens of translucent, tiny little spirits that are dancing along the folds of this scarf. Huh.
2: Fascinating.
3: Guys, come and have a look at this. My advice would be to keep it
2: Yeah, can I have a closer look to see what it actually is? Er... Uh,
1: yes, roll me an arcana check, please. I would have a look, but I'm climbing up the carriage at the moment. So, yeah, what did you get for your climbing? Sorry, uh, thirteen on that. Thirteen, you say? Uh, so yeah, it takes a little bit of difficulty and effort for you to do so, but yeah, you kind of ugh, clamber onto it. You think to yourself as you do this would have been much easier to do as Jack's, but maybe the little bit of more physical exertion is worth the peace and quiet in your head. Oh, yes.
0: Definitely nice, of peace and quiet. Um, okay, then with my oh, bloody internet, with my uh,
1: dark vision and being on a high pedestal, do I get a
0: better view of my surroundings?
1: You do and that is kind of why I have been desperately trying to very quickly uncover bits of this map, Um, because obviously you're not going to be able to see everything from that position, but you are able to see exactly where these glowing areas are. So as you're looking around you can see that directly south from where you are, There is a candle leading down another maze, essentially, and toward the bottom of that walkway, essentially, is a white glow. A little bit further south down that, from the top where you are looking down, you can see a pink glow emanating. To the west, but still the same kind of level of southernness, there are two more pink glows. You think that's slightly north of that. You can see a candle and more multicoloured glows. Is there I, anything that you're specifically looking for?
0: My my uh, well, I just wanted to see what I could see being up there. Like maybe a way out or if there's anybody
1: here. Uh roll me perception, please. Cause yeah, at the moment you're able to pretty much see the um the glows of the crystal very easily because this room is pretty much pitch black, so any of these that are glowing are very evident very quickly. See I've there. 20. Yeah. A natural twenty you say. Okay. Yep. So you were looking for people or an exit. Uh, I I, yeah. be- I believe you that is a twenty. And <laughs> know. one ever missed. I
3: don't think there's anyone that's not ever believing
1: anyone for a 20. <laughs> yeah. I say, don't I believe f- anyone when they say a 20, by yeah, right? <laughs> I, I, fe- I f- feel like f- we are given... Shit. I feel like we all give enough evidence when we get a 20 for it just to, nowadays, be like, yeah, that's fine.
2: It's the fact that we got. look, look, it's I don't show any evidence. Look, <laughs> I'm not
1: lying, you pricks. I know, Sorry, and you're what? the one I'm most what? suspicious about, JB. That's why
0: that's like every time I go to 20, I'm like, full of shit.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the only one just who doesn't to want to picture. tell us. Yeah, I get it. Um, okay, so looking around, looking for an exit. Okay, so as you're looking around for an exit or another entrance exit type of thing, you realise that the only place to actually exit from, other than the door that you came in from, would be the large double doors next to the carriage, just the north of you. They are two very large wooden doors that look like they might be on rollers of some kind so easily to easy to open and close however from the position that you're on as you're looking down you can see there is a very old looking padlock bolting the two together bolting the two doors together other than that from where you are the only other place that you could see is an entrance or exit would be the door that you entered from
0: companions <laughs> Oh, yeah, I was checking my scarf. I can see many shiny things up here. We've got white, pink, orange or yellow, blue.
1: The orange is candles.
0: Oh, the orange is candles. Just on a further look at it. Yep, they're candles (laughs) and one exit, which appears to be those big gates right in front
3: of you. Oh, nice. I, well, white, did you say white shiny things? Yes, I'm seeing white.
0: Uh, They don't appear to be candles. In fact, there seems to be some right behind you. Oh, yes. Very clever.
3: Um, I would like to try and scurry through this gap here, then.
1: Yep, let me just reveal that. Uh, Roll me, I believe we said dex, didn't we, to scurry on through crates? Yeah. That's an 18. You find it much easier to scurry through these crates because it looks like the gaps are a little bit bigger. You don't even really need to squeeze. You just kind of almost stroll on through. And as you do scroll on through and you turn, you see, yes, there are two small white crystals placed against <gasps> one of the crates.
3: Um, Well... I, I, I guess... Let's do it. <laughs> I
0: thought you were going to go, Gregor. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about that. after.
3: You no, know, he really doesn't want to do it.
1: <laughs> so there are two crystals on the floor. One, on, one to your left and one to your right. They are both white. They both look the exact same.
3: But Which one?
1: Do you choose? Oh. Left. Left. I fucked that. It's a very binary choice, this. I thought I'd use a coin. Did not work. Stick with dice. Hmm. You pick up. Thank you. (laughs) Nothing happens.
3: That's going. uh, Well, can I. Can I I look at it further?
1: Yes, it is a white trend.
3: Can I feel any any? I don't even to do this. Feel the magic coursing through.
1: Roll yeah. me, arcana. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Okay. Okay. You realise that this is the this is a form of a new mine crystal. It is a colourless new mine crystal. Which means one of two things. Either it is a completely raw, untouched new mine crystal from the caves um, of the mithril Mines, completely untouched by everyone, including the Crystal Elves. Hence why it's not taken on a colour yet. Or a much more likely scenario, it is an inert new mine crystal. As in, it had been excavated by the Crystal Elves. It had turned into a blue, green, pink, yellow, red, black new mine crystal. However, as part of their sales to the people in Menel and the wider area, the crystal elves would often draw the magical properties from the new mine crystals away from the new mine crystals themselves as a form of sustenance and as a way of basically being able to sell it to people without fear of them destroying the world or anything like that. Why an inner new mine crystal would be located in these areas, you don't know. But as far as you're aware, this is either a new mine crystal that has not been activated, or more likely, a new mine crystal which has had its properties removed. Okay,
3: well, with that thought then, I'm just going to slip it into. As soon as nothing's happened to me, I'm just going to slip it mm-hmm. into my uh, um, my backpack and
1: be done with it. Yep, yeah, it just goes into your backpack. Nothing further happens with it. I'll start making my way out.
3: Make
2: my way downtown. Make my way downtown. I'm downtown. walking
1: fast. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that you added that extra part on there because I was literally thinking that the second he was like, making my way down. Mm. Gregor, you were wanting to look at your scarf, weren't you? Yes. Had you already rolled for that? Or yes. What did you get? I got a 16. 16, okay. So with a 16, you're not quite a million percent sure of what this is. Um, It is obviously a very special Scarf. You kind of like look around it, trying to feel for it. And as you wrap it around your hand to try and look better for it, you feel a bit more sprightly. A bit more like if you were to do something acrobatical. This Scarf might give you some form of advantage.
2: Can I tie it around my hand? Just have it like a a glove? You can, and as you tie it around your hand, you see all these
1: dozens of tiny translucent spirits kind of get blocked on both sides, almost like the scarf is meant to be worn as a scarf, not a glove. (laughs) The tightness of the curves being too tight for these spirits to go around, and... As that happens, you feel like that advantage that you had gained has gone.
2: No. Oh, that will be pretty cool. Fine, I'd just throw it over me. Just,
1: could you throw it over and swish <laughs> it around? You now have a very fetching blue-gray scarf. It is very nice. It is very light. It is semi-translucent. Um, as a uh, yeah, it all. Um, As you're looking around on the carriage and you see this scarf flung over him, to you it just looks like a nice, sheer grey-blue scarf that is put around him. However, you Gregor, as you're looking at it, you can see all these spirits floating around in between the fabric. And that feeling of having an acrobatical advantage is back. However, with it fully around you, you feel like there's another secret to the scarf that you have not yet discovered.
0: Looking dapple, Gregor.
2: (laughs) Ah, thank you.
1: Can I see the spirits?
2: You cannot. Quite interesting, there's these little green things that keep jumping around on the scarf. Hmm.
3: Yes, very nice, Gregor.
0: Well, it's infested. Are you sure it's a good idea to be wearing that? (laughs)
2: <laughs> I'll close out the gr- little green uh, people jumping around on it. You can.
1: I will explain what they are doing in a second. But can everyone roll me a perception check, please? And as you can roll, can I see? As you roll the perception check, Gregor, as you're looking at these little creatures, one of them just kind of looks up. You know, like away from it's bouncing around, and sees you looking, it's like and starts waving.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> i just got to laugh.
0: I got
1: twelve.
2: Twelve. Uh, uh, oh, is it perception? Yes, please.
1: Ten. 10, 12. How about you, Dix? Twenty. Natural what or natural? You? No, no. <laughs> it's not a natural twenty, no. Bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> so, Deeks, to your south east, you hear a whoop. Poof, again. And then, a second later, because you are now safe from this, i there, blah blah blah. I was saying words that I should not have been speaking out loud. There, safe uh, from this. What am I safe from? So, as you hear the poor Gregor? Yes. Does He an... I'm saying this without having his sheet loaded up. I was that. Arrogant about it. Does a twenty not natural hit?
2: Uh, Just give us a second. Yeah, it does hit.
1: I was going to say I'd be shocked if it didn't. So yeah, yeah. All
2: right.
1: Once again, then. Deeks, you can hear this, but Esador and Gregor, you both are too interested in Gregor's new scarf, essentially. <laughs> There's <Just> another <remember. laughs> and Rail appears once again right next to Gregor. As he does, he kind of launches himself forward. He kind of poofs into existence next to Gregor. Esador you see him poof. And as he does, he it's like he was running when he teleported. He Ooh, continues his strike. Ooh, strikes! Pardon? Oh, oh did you say? I was going to say, Oh, tell us Christ! <laughs> He's He kind of poofs into existence, still running, and swings his um, arm blade up. It makes contact immediately, kind of like with Gregor's shoulder, that digs in and tears upwards, leaving a spray of blood as it just kind of against the wall. starts dripping down slightly after he deals six points of damage. His arm drops down again and you hear another (coughs) as you realize, Gregor, that he attacked you with his broken arm. Man is seemingly desperate at this point. He once again, with his other arm, slices across. And as he does, the arm, his broken arm again Looks like it's causing him trouble, because as he tries to swing, he winces, and his blade drops down a little bit, and he just kind of... just kind of limply... The blade just kind of limply drops next to you. Not next to you on the floor, but like... His arm movement just kind of fails as he misses. <sighs> you each
2: have an action. That doesn't look good, does it? How... I was going to say, how tall is he? Real is... Hmm.
1: Rail is not described as being tall, or short. Oh wait, no, there we go, tall. Um, I'd say about six two, six three.
2: So am I bigger than him? How um, tall are you? I think he's like six. Um, I think he's like about six foot five. Uh, Features and description.
1: I uh, six foot one. He's a little bit taller than you. Right. You're built more. You're more bulky, but he's quite slender and tall.
2: Right. With my left hand, can I grab his arm and then swing it back into the gate? Okay. So, like, pinning him up there, and then with my right hand, just grab his neck?
1: Okay. Uh, are you grabbing his broken arm, I'm guessing?
2: No, no, I'm grabbing the the, the, teleport- the teleporter. Mm. Okay, roll me a strength
1: check to begin with then, please, to see if he can grab his arm. You're know, all opposed. Ooh.
2: 20, not natural.
1: So you grab his arm and you slam it with a... against the against the gate. And you're trying to grab his throat?
2: Yeah, I'm going to literally just slam my hand straight into his throat and then, like, pin him up against the gate.
1: Roll me another Strength check then, please. 22. Yeah, so you slam his arm against the fence, uh, against the gate. It kind of shutters and rattles, the entire noise reverberating around this cavernous room. And then before he can respond, you just... He he opens his mouth to speak, but you grab into his throat, and you just hear a... And you're gripping against his throat and pressing it, um, pressing his throat against the wall. Guys, I got him! Okay, can I magic missile? Uh, no, you cannot. Because you are currently hold, you currently have the new pink new mine crystal on your person. Ah,
0: does that cost as an action then, you're trying to do that?
1: <laughs> no, I'll let you off on that one because because you get one, basically. You, you get one freebie when it comes to new mine crystals and their use and then after that. Oh, cheers dude. Um,
0: I'm gonna not do much. I'm gonna do magic. I am gonna. I'm gonna run over to him.
1: Yep. Yeah. I was gonna uh, say now that now that he's captive, you're no longer in turn by turn mode. But yeah, as it you kind of you see him get pinned against the wall. I'm guessing you just kind of like jump down gently and just make your way over.
0: Yeah, it's within my foot range. So yeah. Uh... And he's pinned against... Well, that's an action then, isn't it? I suppose I can assist him.
1: No, no, no. Like yeah. I said, now that he's captive, it's not this turn-by-turn mode anymore. It doesn't matter how many actions you do. Hmm. It, this was a potential prelude to a fight, which is why I was saying you all have an action. But now that he's been captive and he can't do anything himself, that no longer applies.
0: Can I assist in the pinning then? Especially to stop him hitting that device?
1: Uh, Yeah, roll me a strength check then, please. It'll just make it a bit more difficult for him next time. Strength?
0: Yes. I'm pretty sure it's plus two. Yes, it is. That's 14.
1: You get the feeling that normally, with that amount of strength, Rill would be able to break away quite easily, but with... Gregor pressing the arm already into the fence and gripping his throat. You're able to also put your hand around his wrist and just keep it pressed even harder against the fence. It looks like the fence is starting to make small little indents into his skin.
2: Deeks, do you want to probe his mind? Or, Ezedor, do you want to use your eyes on him? Why don't we do both?
0: Good answer.
3: Do you, do you start, Ezidor? Uh...
0: Yes, okay. I'm gonna, like, look at him. Let's go, look at me!
1: bro, <laughs> mate. I need to load up your stats for this again. It's been a while for Chaos Charm. And also, just to let you know, because Cyrix already told you about this, but just to let you know... Um, your Chaos Charm will work regardless of the new mine crystals. Because that is deity magic. Oh. Not mortal magic. So the Chaos oh, Charm works by Yeah roll Charisma then please. Mm. Oh it's good. I hope it is. I really do. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, got, yeah I got yell plus two.
1: Uh He's rolled really well. Yeah, but is
0: it eighteen?
1: Uh, I rolled an eighteen and he's got a plus two.
0: Oh, oh hang on. I noticed on um my magic sheet it says spell attack bonus plus two. Does that mean anything?
1: This isn't a spell attack, I'm afraid. So a spell attack bonus means basically if you're trying to cast a spell as an attack, you know like you have to roll to attack with that spell, that is the bonus that you add to that.
0: I need to remember that. One. Yeah.
1: However, as you're saying look at me, Rule does actually look at you. But you feel inside you, Esidor, that this isn't because of the chaos charm. He's not under your thrall. If anything, he's more likely to ignore what you're saying you now. I just of looks realized at you. I did this already once before on him, so don't I have advantage? Unreal? Yeah. Uh, let me... Ooh, good point. Let me... Sorry. I think that's it. Uh, both of our bads there. Uh, let me just quickly check, because I've got a running total, basically, of who you've got under your thrall. Because I'm pretty sure I did it
0: before, and that's when Josh... <laughs> Jeremy was doing the... Um, interrogating his mind while I was asking the questions. Hmm.
1: That would make sense. Uh, wasn't it? I don't have, I What was I, that? Well didn't this, I
0: do it before on him? Because you was interrogating I don't think, his mind? Or was that just
1: think, I don't think you've done it on real. I can't see uh, anything about real having that. Uh, however, is it our power and perks? Nope, the last person that you did it with uh, was Genesis.
0: Yeah. yeah, no, yeah, that might be right, actually, because w- otherwise, why was he broken his mind if I was just getting the honest answer out of
1: Exactly. However, unfortunately, yeah, Rill is now on your cha- Chaos Charm failures. Just looks at you. <sighs> Again, you're trespassing. I would like you to leave, but I'm assuming you are not going to, so do what you must. Oh, deeks. we will get this
0: smug... Piece of annoying
3: <laughs> arse. <I'm> gonna... <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to run towards him and detect thoughts on him then.
1: Okay. Uh, don't need a saving throw for this, do we? If it's just the top level.
3: What do you want to know, Isidore?
0: Everything. I want to know everything I don't want him to tell us and stop being so goddamn
3: smug. <laughs> we just need to know where, not... the, where the squirrel is, right? Yes, where is the squirrel? <laughs> 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 oh, God.
1: As you're as your saying about him being smug, he's just like, I'm not smug, I'm a vidalcan. We find expressing our emotions difficult and we do things logically. What you're doing right now is illogical. You're going to get snuffed out like a candle.
2: Who by?
1: <laughs> and they say my people don't understand humor. The cult, of course.
2: Ah, uh, so you're part of the cult.
1: I mean, I presume this is what that that this is what all of all of this has been about. Is it oh not? yes, it is.
2: We have a couple of questions for you. Where is Drafland? Oh, you have to travel on. Of course. Why would I tell you? Well, that uh, I could easily break your other wrists, snap your neck, maybe break your legs. Your big. Rural,
1: rural intimidation. Uh, JB, did you say that you were reading his thoughts at that point?
3: Yeah, yeah, I'm constantly recording now.
1: Okay, um... Oh, As Gregor's threatening him and you're sent to read Rill's mind, you hear in Rill's mind, I hope he doesn't break my foot. I like that foot.
0: Can I look at Deeks and sort of like just look at him in the eye to think, like, what's going on? (laughs) What, What was it?
3: Nothing, nothing yet. Where is Draftland and Vesh?
1: Oh, Vesh. Oh, I I recall you as well. You were in the shop earlier, weren't you? I was. In your in in his mind you hear, Oh, these again. They're getting awfully close aren't they? Need to do something else.
2: I got 17 for that by the way. <laughs>
1: Dravlan believes that you will do whatever you have just said. You will torture him for it. He does look scared, but then he looks back at you. Again, logically. It would not make sense for me to sell out the cult. If I do sell out the cult, you're going to kill me anyway. To be honest here, Dravlan has told me what you are like, at least, Gregor. He did not know your two companions too well from the sounds of it, from... Your little expedition, but you, Gregor, are merciless.
2: Apparently, at least, so... I just turn to Esadar and then Deke, They go, He has a point. Didn't are you- Are we m-
3: close?
1: <laughs> okay. Are they in oh. this building? I'll play along a little. Yes.
0: <laughs> we finally got something out of him. Miracles no. don't do it ever
1: well yes, but just because you know they're in this building, one doesn't mean that you'll find them, and two does not mean that you'll survive.
2: Well, we beat
1: you, didn't we? I am but one person, and I'm a scientist, not a combatant.
2: Mm. You got a good point there. He's mm. not much of a fighter. Huh?
0: Well, yes, so let's sum up then. We know we're close. Yes. We don't. What? In this
1: building? <laughs> Just chuckles. Deeks, you hear in his head though. yes they the nearby. They're in this building.
3: Did you get anything, Deeks? Uh, I would delve deeper. Okay, roll. Whilst.
1: Oh, wait, no, it's me, isn't it?
3: Yeah. Yeah, it's you.
1: Uh,
3: wisdom. It's, it's
1: wisdom 15. I think you might actually succeed on this. Uh, Wisdom plus 2, so that's 12. Yes. So you succeed on this. So you're probing a bit deeper. Um, He can tell that you're probing deeper, though, can't he? Yeah. Yeah. So you hear Ezidor and Gregor. You kind of, like, see Ryo just kind of, like, close his eyes in pain just like it. and uh, Deke's in his head. You hear him say, um, after, you know, like, are they in this building? What not? They're upstairs. What? They're not going to find them, even upstairs. Even if they find them. It's going to be too late. The girl already broke a few hours ago. Soon, she's going to make all of our crystals. And then we won't have to fuck around with these failed experiments of mine. They're upstairs are you sure something to do
3: something to do with the crystals and vesh it possibly too late apparently she's already she's already broken i think we best run then do we need this guy
2: i just go nope and i start slamming his uh, head into the gate over and over again
1: (laughs) all right i want you to roll me this isn't an attack anymore, this is just a straight-up murder. So, yes. uh, start by rolling his Strength check, please. On the first strike.
2: Just gonna do this straight against his AC.
1: 22. That is a success. What is your unarmed damage?
2: I believe it's just by bludgeoning blid- damage.
1: Okay, and then I'll roll for the fence damage. So the first one, you raise back and you slam his head against the fence. He lets out a large yelp of pain as his head springs back and black blood starts oozing down the back, like leaking around to the front of the neck. He's still alive, though. He is not looking too great, but he's still alive. <laughs> Ow. That was painful. Still in here. His, still. Void, his head is just screaming in pain at this moment in time. He's in a lot more pain than he's letting on. But as he said, he's Vidalcan. He does not, he is not able to show emotion properly.
3: Isidore, just do it quick.
0: I'm just looking horrified.
1: Oh, Gregor's the one yeah. like. <laughs> roll me another strip check then, please, Gregor. Great. Eight. Oh. I you a good as, roll you, as, well. as you let go. Uh, sorry, as you pull back to slam his head again, the blood on the back of his head just kind of slip. His head is free for a split second. I need both of you to roll me sleight of hand or dex, please.
2: Dex seven?
1: Uh, just a normal dex for a. Oh,
2: okay. Seven.
0: I got this. Dexterity?
1: Yes. I hope you do, because he's... 15. See, this puts us in a sticky predicament here, because he got 13 plus 2. 15. Normally we say House Rules attacker wins, but I don't know who the attacker is in this instance, because he is making the action against you guys, but you guys are attacking him.
2: Is it just me that's attacking him, fought.
1: though? Not I would have thought. Yeah, Ezedor. It's got
3: to be the one that's making the
1: actual action. Yeah, I would agree with that. So, Gregor, you by a country mile. You are unable to react to this. His hand, his head just slides off your hand. I just like that's weird. Ezidor, you see that he is moving his head as quick as he can and leaning his body. You try to grab onto his the scruff of his neck to stop him. But before you can, the tip of his nose has hit into his device. You hear another, W-w-w-w-poof! a plume of purple smoke. And as it disappears, Rill has gone again, leaving behind a not insubstantial amount of blood on the floor. I, was I still not grabbed onto him? No, you'd let go of him.
0: Oh, did I? You, you I had his arm. Still...
1: No, you had his arm. Hmm. But you didn't have his head anymore, because as you were slamming it, the blood caused it to slip off the back of his head. So he could move his upper body, but he couldn't. move Oh, he's arm. completely
2: detached his head. Is that what you're saying?
1: No, no, he's moved.
2: So let's let's <laughs>
1: let's say let's say bit this bit arm here fixed, is you yeah. know like captured. Right, so he yeah. can't move here, but this arm here, even though it's broken, can move, right? Yeah, yeah. And this entire section here, without being held like that, which would stop that movement, can move. So, yeah, with the movement everywhere, apart from here, he was able to
2: go like this. I thought I would get transported with him because I was grabbing him as well. That's what I meant.
1: Oh, sorry. Uh, you and Isidore, roll me con save, please. Ooh. Ooh. A lot better. A
2: lot better.
0: Far jumpier Cons- than I should have done. Sixteen. Sixteen. Fourteen.
1: So Gregor was very close to saving on this. Deeks, you watch as Gregor tries to brutally murder this Vidalcan, And Isidore is stood looking on in horror. Gregor's hand slips off. And in that split second, Rill manages to lead and his watch. Uh, his device, sorry. Um, the noise thrums up again. The purple mist poofs into view, and when it disappears, you are left alone in the cargo area. Hi everyone, Tom again here to say a big thank you to everyone who has watched and listened to this episode of Rollcast. We've now finished recording all of Chapter 1, so we hope you're all looking forward to the last couple of episodes of this chapter. The Reaper, The Maelstrom, and The Thief is a homebrew Dungeons & Dragons campaign by Rollcast. This episode is featured... JB as Dicks Malencol, Coogan as Gregor the Last, Gareth Ryan as Ezedor Calderos, and Tom Crabb as the DM. Intro, midpoint, and outro music were, as always, provided by JB. Editing and sound mixing was done by Tom Crabb. As we're rapidly approaching the end of this chapter, it's becoming even more evident on just how much the music and ambiences we use can have such a positive effect on our episodes. Honestly, without the generosity of these artists who allow us to use their pieces, it would really feel like something's missing. If you like what you've heard in terms of the music this session, I highly recommend checking out this episode's description for links to all of the tracks used, but of course, special thanks goes to Alexander Nakarada, Avery Alexander, Blackgate Productions, Kevin MacLeod, Michael Gelfie Studios, Survival Spheres, and The 7th Midnight. RollCast is on Facebook, X, and YouTube. You can find us on them using the handle at CastThatRoll. So if you've watched this episode on YouTube and you like what we do, why not like the video and drop us a sub? Maybe leave a comment, it really does help us get us out there. We've also got all of our previous episodes up in our Season 1 playlist, so again, why not go through it, catch up, and maybe give them a like and comment as well. Our social media profiles have information about upcoming episodes, clips from the latest episodes and just us really, interacting with the larger D&D and podcasting communities as a whole. So look for us out there. Again, you can find us on Facebook, X and YouTube, or on the handle at Cast That Don't want to watch but you still want to listen? We've got your back. Look for Rollcast on Spotify, Amazon Music, Podbean, Good Pods and all other podcasting platforms. Or, alternatively, add our RSS feed so you never miss an episode. If you have listened to this episode using your favourite podcasting app, why not drop us a review? It really does help, and it also lets us know what to improve upon for the future. Thank you again to everyone who has watched or listened to this episode. We've still got a couple of episodes left in the tank before we end this chapter, and from there we'll have a few announcements about a short break whilst I continue plotting Chapter 2, as well as when we'll most likely return. Before that though, we've still got a few plot lines to resolve, namely... Where the hell are Isidore and Gregor? To find that out, you'll have to tune in on the 14th of February for episode 29. Will it be Valentine's themed? Maybe, but probably not. Again, tune back in on the 14th of February to find out where they've gone, and if they're any closer to saving Vesh. Until then though, stay safe, have fun gaming, and we'll see you next time at the table.
3: <laughs> Tom out okay. DM <Alden>, everyone! Yeah.
1: <laughs> that has to be the most ridiculous intro we've done.